Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Great Lakes Sports Podcast. You are listening to your host, Jack and Jerry, where we talk about everything Lions, Pistons, and Red Wings. Today, though, however, we enter week 18, and our Detroit Lions are going to go and actually, I'm sorry, they're going to be here taking on Minnesota. Um, this is going to be a big game. This is last game of the regular season. It has everything to do with seeding. Um, we'll talk a little bit later in the podcast about what should roster adjust or what roster adjustments should be made to um, to preserve the team? Or are we looking, do we need to get that two seed instead of the three? So, Jared, go ahead. Well, I mean, I don't know how big of a game this is, man, but I mean, I don't even know why we probably were going to, why Dan said we were going to play our players, you know, maybe just so they can get their rhythm and stay in rhythm. But I mean, this means nothing for the Lions, win or lose, man. And it, the Vikings, if they win, okay. But they need like they need Green Bay to to lose. They need the whole the the way the the Vikings get in is like such a long shot, even if they win, man. So I don't know. I think the reason I it, it's not a big game. You're right. It's really not a big game. However, I'm going to the game. I'm freaking pumped up it feels like a big game i'm more excited for the home atmosphere i want i want that experience i've never seen four field rock like that like even in the preseason i thought it was rocking i i cannot wait for this i'm really excited but anyway i think a good place to start with this one guys is we're going to talk about the injury slash benching updates for week 18 so right now, um, we got James Houston. He is already ruled out for this game. So is Jamison Williams and Brock Wright. Those are the only three guys that we know for sure will not be playing. And I'm not going to lie, guys. It feels a little bit like Dan Gambles is out there right now, which is scary because why are we starting everybody? If I would be sitting... I think I think Jared Goff getting a half would be a good thing. I, I don't hate him having a half, especially I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But like I'm in Ross St. Brown, I'm sitting him if I'm the head coach. Ragnow, Decker, I'm sitting Montgomery, I'm sitting Hutch. So far, none of these guys are gonna be sitting. And I'm wondering at what point in the game Dan Gambles is gonna reel it back a little bit and realize that we need a full healthy team for the playoff run. Yeah, man. And uh, tell me about the maybes. Who's on the maybe list? The maybe list right now is CJ Gardner-Johnson, Benito Jones, and Aleem McNeil. I think there's two two guys here that I would like to see play the whole game, and that would be CJ and Aleem. Aleem's only been out for four weeks. This is his, uh, the fifth week back, or would be the fifth week since his injury. I think he needs game reps. Um, the, the, you know how aggressive the trenches can be. Um, he needs to get in there and get ready for a postseason run. And, okay, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he had one and a half games, not even. He needs reps. And if we're going to be using him, and I think the secondary is one of those spots right now where I don't know if he's got a guaranteed spot coming back. He probably does, but it's good to see what he's got in the tank before we uh, get into a postseason game and realize, I don't know, maybe we had better before. But those are the two guys that I, I would like to see play and I think should play. Did you go through uh, Frank Ragnall's injury list? Well, yeah, I do. I think they're going to play him. Right now, he's got it listed as knee, back, toe, and illness. Um, so he's he was, fine, guys. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Let's be he's honest. Good. 
I, he was a full participant today in practice. Um, I don't know why we would ever play him. You know, like Taylor Decker and Frank Ragnow are the two that are like, why? Like, we know what this team looks like without a healthy offensive line, and that's something that I think we're going to address in the draft is depth or, or, you know, make our line a little bit more deep. But there's no way. If we lose Frank Ragnow or, Tech, or uh, Taylor Decker before the playoffs, I mean, that's a significant decrease in our odds of taking home not only one, but multiple playoff wins. I mean, here's what I got to comment on the injury list. All right, Caleb Houston. I mean, he obviously needs rep too. James but, or James Houston. He obviously needs reps too, but he's out. Um, that's tough, man. Um, CJ Gardner Johnson, like you were saying too, he only played one and a half games, and his replacement, Ify Melifonwu, is playing out of his mind. So I don't. I, I know, like our Detroit fans, like won't like to hear this but i don't know how much of a run cj gets even in the playoffs because he had a game and a half man you think he's just gonna come back and pop off i mean if that's the case then he needs to play to, then he needs to play sunday and we need to see what he has um as for frank why play him he has every single injury list that under the sun um jmo what's how serious is jmo's injury what's going on you know he, it was an ankle injury. He looked pretty banged up, and he didn't practice one time this week. Yeah, man, that's that kind of concerns me a little bit because he's going to be one of those weapons in the playoffs that we're going to need. Um, people have said people are going to have seventeen games of film on St. Brown, right? JMO didn't really come on to the last couple games, so we're really going to need JMO for the playoffs in order to sneak some wins in. And like you were saying too, man, it's. It's Dan Gambles right now, and who knows whether he's actually going to play his starters more than a half. I doubt it. I doubt he's going to play his starters more than a quarter. But, I mean, if he does, man, that's going to be wild. I, I'm i just so mixed on it. I, 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 would hate, I would hate to see one of these guys go down. I mean, you want to talk about an extension of his decision-making at the end of the Cowboys game? This is an extension of that. Go ahead and play everybody that you have to take on a fourth quarterback in the Minnesota Vikings. And not only just go down. I mean, you hear some of these retired football players and even football players that play in the game still. After a hard game, they sometimes don't get off the couch for two, three days, man, because their bodies are so sore and stuff. And that's just the, that's just one full 100% go game. I mean, these dudes are fucking cattle battling it out in the trenches, man. Like, use this as a bye week. Treat this as a bye week. It's if they're not going to be in rhythm for the playoffs, all right, they weren't a playoff team to begin with. Let's let's be honest. Let's hopefully we have Jared Goff in for a little bit. He does some experimental stuff, mostly all passing slash throwing away the ball. Like I said, this game doesn't mean very much. So, I mean, why bother? I, this game would mean a lot more if we didn't get absolutely robbed by the freaking refs. And, you know, now the refs aren't allowed to be in the playoffs, but the NFL still hasn't really spoken on the absolute robbery. Um, as far as um, benching goes, I, I wanted to hear your opinion on who you wanted to see as a backup quarterback. Let's just say that we're up by 20 points halfway through the third quarter. Who do you want to go in? You know, first off, like, I hope that 
Jared Goff is well out before halfway through the third quarter. But, you know, I'd like to see Teddy in there for, you know, a couple snaps just as a little retirement party, you know, maybe throw a couple deep balls, maybe run the ball, just do something fun, maybe do a trick play or something, a little flea flicker. But for most of the game, man, I want to see Hendon Hooker in there. We drafted him, what, third round? Yeah. You got to use... It's going to be fascinating to see what we end up doing with that quarterback situation. Um, I agree with you. I I want, I want Hennon Hooker to get those reps, but yeah, it is going to be a little bit of a, you know, this is Teddy's last. I mean, let's just say golf plays the whole postseason. This could be the last game that Teddy gets to see the field. So I think that's the only thing that would hinder us seeing Hendon Hooker and hopefully we can get a couple minutes out of him for sure but that's going to go ahead and take us right we've been talking about the two the the two seed the three seed so right now if we lock the three seed there is a chance we get the two very unlikely we need both Dallas and Philadelphia to lose so right now third seed we're going to be facing the Rams or the Packers in the first round most likely Jared who would you rather play at home the Rams or the Green Bay Packers you know I'd much rather them, you know, for a strategy game and a game like that, I think we can win. I think it's the Green Bay game. I think that, you know, we smoked them the first game. They came back. They kind of smoked us. Um, It's a good chance for us to, you know, really put them in their place and, you know, come back. It's hard to be, it's hard to beat a team three, three games in a row. And we lost the second game. So I think that it'd be no issue. Um, but for viewership and just for the NFL love that I have, man, I'd love to see them play the Rams, have Stafford come back, Jared Goff revenge game. Um, that would be amazing, man. And then you, you talk about you talk about the Eagles, man. If we if we beat the Rams, you know, then we could have a revenge game against uh, Patricia and that his new defensive <laughs> coordinator spot, you know, that'd, like, be, that'd be fun. The NFL script writers might've went off this season. I guess we'll wait and see, man. So not only would I rather face uh, the Rams for the publicity and the story behind it, seeing, I think I'd rather play the Rams because I think they're going to be the easier team to be. I disagree with you. I think the Packers are one of those teams. They're in division. It's one of those things where you just never know. I think we feel like we're the better team against the Rams. The Packers know us inside and out, whether you want to admit it or not. That organization sees us twice a year, no matter what. So I'm really leaning towards I'd rather take the Rams here. Stafford's been playing good. He's been playing great, actually, but he's not 100% healthy. I, I don't know. I, I'm I mean, not willing. I'm not willing to have Jordan Love run all over us and pass over everybody's head. I mean, yeah. I mean, talk about Jared Love, man. I mean, Green Bay cashed in on another QB, man, and they rode with him too. Like he was, you know, on the outs the first couple games, and I believe he's second in the league right now for uh, touchdowns. He's playing out of his mind, dude. Jared Jared Love is a very good QB. He I, or Jordan Love, of, sorry. Um, a lot of people are saying like, man. I'm scared of the Rams, this, that, and the other. I I don't I don't understand that take. I don't understand it at all. I understand it. To my point of view is Green Bay's defense is absolutely horrible. Yeah, they they played a good game against us, but I mean we had a letdown game to give, you know, and it happened and that defense is so bad that I think that I'd rather play Green Bay still. 
And then you look at the Rams, man, and the Rams, sometimes they can have an outstanding defensive game and an outstanding offensive game. Like the Rams are a solid team, man. And if you look at some of their losses, it's because they, a lot of their key players were out. So if they have a whole full healthy roster, man, that kind of scares me. I don't want to speak anything to existence, but if one was gonna, if one loss was gonna hurt worse than the other, the Packers' loss would hurt for me way, way worse than the Rams. I get the story, I get the trade, I get the value that they got versus us. I get the story. Losing to the Packers would hurt way worse. It's close because I get that they're divisional, a divisional opponent. But man, dude. Imagine losing to our old QB. Imagine how the players would feel, though, and the organization to feel. Not to cut you off. We got to stop that talk. We're going to be fine. All right. We're going to move right along, boys, because the NFL went ahead and they came out with their Pro Bowl selections. Um, We have five on this team, and one of them is not named Amon Ross St. Brown. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, So right now we've got Jalen Reeves Maven as a special teams guy that made it in. Aiden Hutchinson, Frank Ragnow, Panay Sewell, and Sam Laporta. Those are your uh, Detroit Lions that made the 2024 Pro Bowl. Um, again, like I said, Amon Ra got snubbed, and he got snubbed bad. So not only is he coming off of the emotions that he's naturally going to feel from a Cowboys game where he lost by a horrible call by the refs, he's then got to turn around and per Amon Ra's life, he's the underdog cut short. And I think he's got a hell of a lot to prove. However, that does scare me. I think if Dan Gamble plays Amon Ra this week, he is going to be such a hothead that I think it's dangerous. Yeah, man, I'm hoping that he's not that much of a hothead. And he's just going to play it cool and wait for the playoffs to become the hothead in, in a perfect world. But yeah, man, I mean... An absolute snub, man, over Mike Evans. Like, he should have definitely made it over Mike Evans. Um, Yeah, Mike Evans has had a good year, but St. Brown's, in my opinion, and I say a lot of people outside of Detroit, he's a top five receiver in this league. I wonder if they take into consideration height, weight. I don't don't get it, but I want to give, I know we just talked about it, but a special shout out to Sam Laporta, man rookie year tight end one of the toughest positions to get acclimated to as a rookie and you go ahead and you just it wasn't even close he made it that well-deserved Sam Laporta very and he was a if if you don't remember too at the beginning of the year he was a bust man why did we pick him why did he why did he go second round yeah we wanted uh shoot it's completely blanking right now we wanted that other kid from Green Bay right yeah I can't remember his name yeah it's killing me but Um, you know what we're not professionals and either is anyone else on Twitter for the most part. And Brad Holmes does his thing, man. Amen to that. So that's just a quick shout out. Nothing much to cover there, but let's just talk briefly. I don't want to like make too many crazy predictions or anything like that. Let's just talk briefly about this Vikings game that we do have coming up. It was named that Nick Mullins will be back at the helm at quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, he's not that he's not the most accurate deep passer, but when he connects, especially with Justin Jefferson, he connects and he connects hard. We know that just because we played him two weeks ago. It'll be interesting to see if our defense will allow him to go up for another 400 yards passing. 
Yeah, I mean, it'll also be interesting if uh, our defense can get four interceptions on them, you know. Think about that. I mean, if if our defense can get four interceptions going into playoffs, man, they might be lit up. And you can tell, man, their defense has been playing a lot better ever since that game. I mean, I know this wasn't... I know this wasn't on our uh, show sheet here, but did you watch the St. Brown podcast with Hutchinson? No, I did not. I Dude. saw a little clips, but I didn't watch the full pod. Oh my gosh. So Jared, I'm talking to you and I'm talking to everybody listening. You, you should take a listen. There's a section in there where they're talking about the refs. They're talking about the postseason. You want to talk about two dudes that will get you hype as a fan hearing like just words come out of their mouth as in, I want to run through a brick wall right now. Like these are, these dudes are ready to die for Dan Campbell. I I can't wait to see what ends up happening here. And I think that that fire that got lit under their asses after that robbery Dallas Cowboy game, I think that that's going to get everyone going. I mean, you saw Aiden Hutchinson. That was by far his best game. He had three sacks. He, I mean, he basically added a third of his sacks to his portfolio on that i mean for real though he wasn't he was going ghost mode for so many games before that and you know everyone talks about his pressures and you can't get to the guys and he finally did he got to Dak, and i'm still not over that loss man you gotta take me away from that i i'm not either and i'm gonna put an asterisk on that hutch thing i'm i, I love hutch i don't think he's a bad player don't get me wrong don't go into comments and start screaming at me i think he's got a lot of stuff to figure out still in his career. And I think he that was a good first step forward for him was this that three-set game. But, Jared, last question for you. Final score predictions for the Lions-Vikings game. And what I want is assume, let's just, because we know that we're going to play our starters, let's assume that halfway through the game we don't have our starters. Yeah, I'm going to say we win by three. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's like a 30 to 27 game. Oh, high scoring. That is so much closer than I wanted to hear you say, bro. Um, I'm going to What's the spread on it? What's the spread on it? Let me look. Yeah, while you pull up that spread, I'm going to say final score is going to be 24 to 13 and i know that you know the 10 point spread i'm i'll take the over on that i'm sure i'm sure i'm over the spread but i i'm not optimistic that the vikings are gonna they have a lot of injuries too so you said 24 17 yeah no 24 13 24 13 shit 11 points 24 13 so that's 37 so Right now, the spread is 3.5. Lions, obviously, minus 3.5. Um, the over-under right now is 46. So they're predicting a pretty high-scoring game. Um, I think it'll be a high-scoring game just because of the care that's kind of going into it. I think we're going to try some things. I don't think we're going to run the ball as much as we usually do. Why would we? Why would we risk getting Montgomery and Gibbs hurt? I mean, even Craig Reynolds, right? Why even risk him? Um, I don't know why it's even... so. I don't know why it's so close. I'm looking at the injury report. Vikings are banged up, bro. It's close because the Vikings have a slim chance of getting into the playoffs still if they win. They are fighting for that spot. You're right. I mean, it's a long shot, but it's also like 
I mean, we're not going to be playing a lot of our players going into the second half. And I know we won't like anyone that thinks we're going to play our starters. The full game is out of their mind. Like I hope we, I hope we don't, if we, if it's one of those situations where we just like, we're losing the game and we feel like we need to win the game for that second seed, which we're going to be score scoreboard watching because any game that happens to be with our seeding happens after our game. So you want to take care of business early and then have the opportunity to sit everybody. Yeah. All right, guys. I think it's going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Great Lakes Sports Podcast. Uh, if you were listening on YouTube, go ahead and leave comments, likes, and please, 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 we would appreciate it if you guys subscribed. And if you guys are listening on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. That is all we have for you today. Go Lions. Give us some love. Give the Lions some love. Let's go, baby. Yeah, man. I hope the Lions can put up a fun game for you, man. That's going to be obviously a good environment with the Detroit fans there. And I hope we get to see some of our backups absolutely go off and treat the Vikings like they're little girls, man. I'll give the shout out. Shout out Adam Daniel Bell. You know who you are. Thanks for the tickets, bud. All right, guys. Take care. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out, guys.